0: Hello, and welcome to the Journey to Limitless podcast, where we are going to build a solid foundation of self worth, consistency, and wellness to start living our lives to their greatest potential. My name is Courtney. I'm a 26 year old who is passionate about advocating for mental and physical health, stress management, adventures, and going after my dreams, no matter what gets in my way. Throughout my podcast, I will be sharing personal stories, helpful information, lessons that I've learned, and tips to inspire inspire you on your own journey to Limitless. Hello, what's up? I hope you're having a great start to your day. No matter what you are doing, whether you are driving, in the shower, throwing your hands in the air, or you're folding your laundry, I hope that you are enjoying your day. I am so excited for this episode. This is a topic that I am so passionate about because it has truly transformed my own life and it is enjoying our own company and not looking at it as us being lonely. So I feel like it is such a game changer when we can start to really enjoy ourselves and love ourselves in our own company. So for today's episode, the affirmation is I am compassionate. I move with consciousness and care and practice self-forgiveness to love myself as I am. I chose this card because a lot of times when we don't enjoy our own company, it's because we really don't love ourselves completely. And once we uncover these things about ourselves that we don't like, I think it's easier to really enjoy who we are and I think it leads to overall happiness. So I'm excited for this episode. I hope you're excited for this episode and I hope that it is and I hope that it is insightful for you. So a little backstory. I have not always been a person that enjoyed my alone time. As soon as I would, you know, get dropped off from hanging out with somebody, I was immediately texting other people to see if they wanted to hang out. And I can see where that correlates to how unhappy I was. I was drinking a lot. I was people pleasing. I did not enjoy who I was and I really did not know my direction or my passions. Once I started to spend time alone and this took a while, I mean, this wasn't something that I just woke up one day and said, oh, I love my alone time. No, that took a while for me. And I just want you to know, it's not going to happen overnight. It takes practice it takes being consistent with it and it's take it takes honestly a mental shift in order to really enjoy our alone time but once you do it is a game changer and it is so so powerful and it will transform your life so I'm excited for you because I know you're going to feel inspired after this episode so as always i broke the episode down into a few different parts for you uh i broke it down into some mental shifts to think about when you're starting to explore your alone time and just remember that this isn't easy this is literally i feel like rewiring parts of your brain so just remember that and the last part of the episode are some tips to add into your alone time so it makes it a little bit less weird at first and a way that you can start actually enjoying it. So I believe the first step to enjoying your alone time is to practice kindness to yourself. You, there, If you are not enjoying your alone time, there is a deep root in there of something that you are not liking about yourself. So that is more of a reason for you to show up for yourself and want to spend time with yourself. I want you to think about this scenario. When you have a friend who is feeling really down, you know, they're going through a situation or they really are struggling in life. You want to be there for that person, right? So it's interesting how we don't look at ourselves the same way. If we are having a hard time spending time with ourselves, we need to think about the fact that there is something in there that we need to cater to ourselves. No one else can fill that gap for us except for us. I want you to remember that when you have these thoughts of dreading being by yourself, just know that you need the kindness the most. The fact that you are dreading your alone time shows that you need to show yourself kindness. You need to uncover why these feelings are coming up for you. And that's going to kind of go into number two. So I don't want to go too far into that right now. But it really is about understanding that you need the care. You don't need to keep hanging out with these people that are you know, distracting you from showing yourself the care that you need. And you can start practicing kindness to yourself before you actually start spending time alone. So when you have these thoughts that come into your brain telling you that you suck, you're worthless or whatever it is that comes up for you, I want you to think, how would you talk to a friend? Don't talk to yourself the way that you wouldn't talk to a friend guarantee you a friend would not be a friend with you if you told them that they're ugly, they suck, they're worthless, they're not going anywhere in life. So do not talk to yourself that way. It's crazy how we can be so hard on ourselves and we can be so freaking mean to ourselves, but we aren't mean to other people. So let's start switching that because I feel like that will make it so much easier for you. So I came across this quote the other day that said, you cannot be lonely if you like the person you are with. And Wayne W. Dyer said that. And that is so true. We need to stop going through our lives, not loving who we are and not feeling comfortable with ourselves. We are the only people that we spend every single day with until the day that we pass away. So we need to switch that around because I don't know about you, but when we don't love ourselves, we are not living the fulfilled lives that we truly can live. And I promise you that loving yourself is right around the corner after you start showing yourself care and start to enjoy your alone time really. The changes that you are seeking is really on the other side of enjoying your alone time. And as I always tell you, I know this is not easy. It takes practice. It takes perseverance, but you gotta stick with it. And you gotta just remember that you deserve the most care that you give to anybody. So let's start doing that with ourselves. And I just want to remind you one last time that when you feel that you don't wanna be by yourself, that is a sign that you need to spend more time with yourself. There is something deep rooted that you do not like about yourself that you need to start being kind to yourself about. So moving on to number two is don't avoid your feelings. When you avoid your feelings, you are robbing yourself of growth and you have these feelings for a reason. They need to be uncovered. And if you keep distracting yourself by spending time with all these people and not wanting to sit alone with your thoughts, you are never really going to heal those parts of yourself that are keeping you unhappy. And I know that that's so difficult. You know, it it's not going to be pretty. This is the part of enjoying your alone time that is the hardest, I believe. This is the part that you're going to want to run away and try to, you know, distract yourself again, but there is so much growth on the other side of this. Once you get past this part of uncovering these parts of yourself that you don't like or you uncover these feelings that you don't like, it is so Liberating, And I want you to think about this. I want you to think about your feelings that you have about yourself as a wound. And I want you to think about distracting yourself and hanging out with your friends as a Band-Aid. The Band-Aid actually doesn't heal the wound, right? You have to nurture it. You have to care for it. And you have to get to the bottom of why this wound happened. So how you do that is you spend time with yourself and you uncover these feelings about yourself. When you distract yourself, it is really just a band-aid covering up a huge problem. It's not actually going to fix it. So I want you to remember that when you have the urge to distract yourself from your feelings, you're not going to heal. You're not going to get to where you wanna be by distracting yourself. We are such a distracted society and not a lot of people you know, uncover these feelings. We're always ready to you know, go to the next show or spend time with more people or hang out with this person and go do all the things. And right now, during COVID, I know a lot of people are not feeling comfortable with themselves. A lot of people are struggling with being by themselves. And unfortunately, right now, we have to. So if we can stop looking at it as these thoughts are going to last forever and these thoughts are permanent and we can start looking at it as, you know, we just got to push through. We got to get through these thoughts in order to get through our breakthrough. I think that that can help us through it. And another little backstory, last you know, th- last year I was living by myself and I was going through all of these emotions living by myself and it was really freaking hard, I'll tell you. But I can honestly tell you that I needed to do that i needed to feel all those feelings i needed to honestly kind of hit rock bottom mentally in order to really come back from it i figured out what was not working for me i figured out you know what i needed to work on with myself i mean gosh i had a lot there's a lot of things about myself that i really did not like and i really did not align with and you know i wouldn't be who i am today if it wasn't for uncovering all these things if i were to spend my life distracted i would not be here today talking to you i would not you know feel as good as i do mentally if it wasn't for uncovering all of that it is necessary for growth so the next three things are going to be some ideas to make being alone a little bit easier for you so number three is to spend time in a place that brings you joy and to think of your five senses when you are thinking about being happy in your in your environment so what i mean by that is Making sure that in your environment, you are adding things that are appealing to your senses. So what is your favorite smell? Maybe light your favorite candle or your favorite oil diffuser. Do you like natural light? So make sure you're in a room that has a lot of bright colors if that's something that makes you happy. What is your favorite texture? So, you know, wear your favorite sweater, put your favorite, you know, blanket on your bed, uh, make your favorite food or sip your favorite drink. Whatever that is for you that makes you feel good. So I'll give you an example in my life. So for me, my favorite place in the world is my bedroom. I love being home, I really do. Sometimes I feel like you couldn't pay me enough to leave my house. (laughs) But my favorite place is my room because I created my room to appeal to me. So I have a lot of bright colors. I bring in a lot of natural light. I, you know, when I'm alone, I like to light my old diffuser. Depending on the time of day, I use my salt lamp. I love my comforter on my bed. It's super soft. And a lot of times when I'm home, I wear the same sweater every weekend because it's just my favorite. It's so soft and it makes me happy wearing my favorite sweater. And And I think that makes it easier for me to want to be home, to want to spend time alone. I look forward to it. And I'm telling you, it really is about the little things that make the biggest changes overall. I know it might sound silly, you know, to really sink into your bed and really, you know, look at the light or you know, really smell your oil diffuser. But I'm telling you, these tiny little mental changes that you can have every time will make the biggest difference. So it really is about noticing the tiny things in order to enjoy your alone time. So to get you thinking about what you want to fill your time with, maybe journal about this. So write down your five senses and write down your favorite parts of these five senses. So what is your favorite drink? Do you like chai tea? Do you like coffee? What is your favorite sound? Do you want to listen to soothing music? Do you want to listen to podcasts? You know, what do you want to feel? Do you want to wear your favorite sweater? Do you want to feel the sun on your skin? I don't know. There are so many different things that can make you happy. I can't tell you what can make you happy. You have to discover that for yourself. But doing the things that make you happy and filling your time with what makes you happy will make your alone time so much easier for you. And your alone time doesn't have to be sitting inside your house. Sometimes going out and doing things can be one of the best things to do. You know, if you want to go for a hike or a walk, do that. Walking, I think, is such a good way to spend time by yourself and really get your brain going. So I, you know, just a little add in, I think that is such a good idea when you're starting to get into spending time alone. So number four is using this time to try new things or to dive into your hobbies. There are a lot of things that you do not know about yourself when you spend so much time with other people. This is such a good time for self-discovery and figuring out some of your passions. I mean, this was something that happened to me. I... Like I said, I've always just been someone that was going out all the time, hanging out with so many people. That when I decided to spend time alone, I was like, I need to fill my time with something. So for me, that was painting, that was hula hooping. And I started snowboarding. I mean, I was doing snowboarding with people at first, but you know, that was something that I knew that I needed to fill my time with. So You know this might take a little bit of time there are a lot of books out there that can help you discover your passions Uh, i have one on the top of my head that i did read but i can't think of the name of it right now but i can link that in the show notes when i look into it Uh, but you know finding things to fill your time is so important a lot of people just want to sit and watch tv and personally i'm going to be honest a lot of times when i'm watching tv i feel the loneliest when i am watching tv I don't know if you can relate to that. I don't know if you can relate to that or not, but that is when I get into my head the most. So for me, actually physically doing things helps me not feel alone. It helps me feel productive. It helps me feel like I'm doing something for myself, not just casually watching TV. So if that's what you're doing a lot in your alone time and you're feeling lonely, try to find something in your life to do. You know, if you wanna start playing the ukulele, if you wanna start making artwork, if you wanna, start a podcast. I don't know. There are seriously so many things you can get into in life and the world is really your oyster. And I feel like when you start to enjoy that alone time, you are limitless. You really are at what you can do. So start to think about it that way. And don't try to just make that time go by fast. Really dive into your alone time and dive into these hobbies that you really want to get into. And don't let the fear of starting something new keep you on your couch. Don't forget that everybody starts as a beginner eventually. And there is so much beauty in being a beginner. When I first started hula hooping in my alone time, I really would not have started hula hooping if it wasn't for me wanting to fill my alone time with something. In the beginning, I really sucked. My sister used to make fun of me because I just really was not good. And you know, I'm so happy that I did not give up and I still do that in my alone time because now I love it and now I'm so passionate about it. So please don't let the fear of starting something new and the fear of sucking at something keep you from doing it you know in a few years when you keep doing that thing you're going to look back on when you started and you're going to look back on how you hated your alone time and you're going to be so grateful that you filled your alone time with that new hobby or you know if that is a previous hobby you're going to be so so grateful for that time and another little note is that when you find hobbies you will slowly start to get rid of bad habits. So I'll give you an example. Again, I have a lot of examples in my life. But when I was spending a lot of time with other people, I was drinking a lot. And then when I started filling my time with hobbies, I didn't want to be hungover anymore. I didn't want to stay up till 3 a.m. I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to wake up early and get the most out of my day and, you know, get the most out of my alone time. You're it's seriously such a mental switch when you find passions, when you find things that you really enjoy in life. You don't want to waste your time drinking. You don't want to waste your time doing things that really drain you. So it really is about filling your time with passions. And like I said, this may not happen overnight. You have to dive into it. So, you know, journal again, I'm always going to be an advocate for journaling, but journaling can really help you figure out what you want to fill that time with. And lastly number five is one of the best ways to start being alone is to treat yourself girl seriously take yourself out to dinner and do it by yourself maybe bring your favorite book treat yourself and go shopping i mean obviously i know if you're listening to this again while it's COVID, it might be a little tricky but treat yourself do you know take a bath you don't have to spend money to treat yourself you can cook yourself your favorite meal just doing something that you really enjoy doing and making sure that that is what you are spending your time doing when you were by yourself. I think that can really switch something in your brain to make you start really enjoying that. And maybe, you know, you will say, you know, when you're trying trying to get into spending time alone, maybe you will only treat yourself to this thing when you are spending time alone. Maybe that can trick you into wanting to spend that time alone. Like, oh, I'm only going to read this book when I'm alone and I really want to read this book today. So maybe that can be a perfect time to spend time alone. You know, I just thought of that. So maybe that's something that could work for you. So when I first started spending time alone, I was honestly going out to dinner a lot and just sitting at the bar and talking to the bartender that, you know, obviously I know COVID times are a bit different these days, but that was so good for me. It was for one, it was nice to get out of my bubble and not talk to the same people. It was so nice to chat with the bartender and learn something new from somebody else. I think that's huge and a good way to, you know, be alone, but not feel lonely. Uh, I think that's a good way. But, you know, obviously right now, COVID, if you're comfortable doing that, do that. And, you know, obviously be safe. But, you know, other than that, you can still treat yourself at home. You can, you know, maybe do some online shopping. I don't know. You can treat yourself to a bubble bath. You can treat yourself to cooking your favorite meal. You can go to the grocery store by yourself and pick out all of the ingredients that you want uh, if that excites you. There are so many ways to treat yourself. And honestly, you don't have to spend money. You can paint your nails. You can run yourself a bath, like I said. You can, you know, read your favorite book, like I said a little bit ago as well. You know, there are so many ways that you can treat yourself. Whatever it is that makes you feel good about yourself, treat yourself to that. To recap the episode, number one is to be kind to yourself. If you wouldn't talk to a friend the way that you talk to yourself, stop talking to yourself that way. You got to be kind to yourself in order to really start enjoying your alone time. And just know that if you have this existential dread of spending time alone, know that that means that you need to spend time alone. You can't keep avoiding it. Number two is to not avoid your feelings. Think about the band-aid scenario that I mentioned. So think about, you know, hanging out with friends and distracting yourself as the band-aid. The band-aid isn't going to help the wound. You have to figure out what is causing that, and that really takes spending time by yourself. And no, it's not easy. That is definitely the hardest part about all of this. Number three is spending time in a place that makes you happy and thinking about your five senses. So think about your favorite smell, your favorite things to see, your favorite uh, textures, your favorite things to eat, and fill your time with those things. Number four is Filling your time with hobbies and not just, you know, watching TV that, you know, for me, at least that doesn't make me feel like I'm actually doing something for myself. It actually makes me feel worse. You know, you may not relate to that and that's okay. But whatever that is that you want to spend your time with, do it. And this time is a great time to discover new things about yourself and new hobbies. And just remember that everybody starts as a beginner and don't let that stop and don't let that thought stop you. And lastly, number five is to treat yourself because that is huge. You are the most important person in your life. So treat yourself to things that you enjoy. Take yourself out to dinner. Take yourself shopping. Run yourself a bath paint your nails, whatever it is that makes you feel happy and will help you look forward to your alone time versus dreading it. So I hope this episode was helpful to you and inspires you to spend that time alone. It really will transform your life. And I'm so excited for you because I know that you are going to feel so good about yourself so, so soon. And I want that so much for you. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week and I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It means so much to me. If you connected with this episode and want to share with your friends, take a screenshot of you listening and tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm at journey to limitless underscore. I would love to tell you how much I appreciate you. And as always, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon.